Okay, give us a call then. 0845 105 2106 with your pre match predictions. Rodri and Fishguard, thank you. Facebook.com forward slash Real Radio Wales. You can text us 63 people text plus standard network charges. Now, earlier on this afternoon, I caught up with Ken Burley. Ken is a sports journalist in Dublin and he was definitely talking up Ireland's chances. I started though by asking him what the atmosphere was like in Ireland. Well, I'd say one of uh, heady anticipation. Um, we are currently all trying to decide what we're going to spend all our money from that we win from betting on Ireland to beat Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Which is going to be a much-needed boost, I think, to, to the uh, country's finances. But, you're you know, you're starting early, aren't you? Yeah, you're looking at semi-finals already. Oh, well, we're looking all the way to the final, to be, to be fair. <laughs> but it's good, to, it's good to get a bit of a workout, you know, uh, work up a bit of a sweat ahead of the bigger tests to come. Yeah. A lot of pundits have been saying that it's a shame that we're meeting you at this stage of the competition, that both sides are worthy of a place at least in the semi-finals. Do you go along with that? Well, no, I mean, I think Ireland are pretty happy to, to meet Wales at this point in the tournament because we know that Wales are a team uh, that we can beat. You know, it's it's like a, a scorpion. I mean, I would compare Wales to a scorpion, it's a small creature, uh, easily disposed of, but still with a very dangerous sting, uh, which you don't want to necessarily get. You know, if if it gets into your toe, it can it can cause you a problem. Playing in the rain against Australia, I mean, that suited the Australians that night, didn't it? It suited the Irish more when you played the Aussies in the rain. And I mean, you know, you you've, where's your tri threat coming from tomorrow? Well, the Australians had this uh, had this whole issue of apparently it hasn't rained in Australia since about 1995, <laughs> and they and they claimed that because uh, that that rain was like this foreign sort of alien substance uh, that their players had no idea how to deal with, and that's the only reason that we were able to beat them. Whereas, in, you know, everyone could see what really happened there. The Irish players won it more. The Irish players were physically stronger, and that was ultimately reflected in the uh, in the scoreline. Well. Listen, Ken, I, uh, we're all supremely confident this well, side that's of the... the nature, yep. uh, it's the nature of Wales. I yep. think that sort of blithe uh, but brittle arrogance. Uh, and we've seen it many times, you know, and, it's, and we're harking back to, a, to an era of dominance, uh, which really is, you know, it's pre-decimalised uh, currency. It's, it's the Don Revy leads, you know, James Hunt winning the Drivers' Championship, the Thriller in Manila. You know, I mean, this, is, this is all a long time ago. Uh, and I think if we look at more recent years, we see a clear trend of, of dominance to the team in green. Uh, and Wales, I know, are going to talk a big game, uh, you know, and they always do. And they'll probably sing a few songs and, and so on. Uh, but when it comes down to it, they're going to have to go out there, face those 15 Irish guys, and they're going to walk off there uh, shortly afterwards, uh, broken and beaten. Give me a score. <laughs> I can't believe I'm, I'm listening to this. G- give me a score prediction for the morning. I'll say um, Ireland 27, Wales yeah. 12. <laughs> <laughs> As they say in London's East End, you're having a giraffe. Hey, Ken, listen, enjoy the game tomorrow. Thanks for talking to us. And as they say, may the best team win. Thanks a million. After the uh, privilege, I hope, uh, I hope that, uh, that your prediction, the best team uh, wins, does in fact uh, happen because I think we're going to be pretty happy this side of the uh, water. <laughs> You've got to admire, surely, the Irish sense of humour. 27-12 uh, was uh, Ken's prediction. That's uh, Ken Burley uh, in Dublin. Ken Burley. Welcome back, Ken. How you doing? We, we, we are trying to keep our feet on the ground. How are you doing? Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm saddened like everyone. <laughs> I mean, uh, we, saw, we saw the tears of Brian O'Driscoll, and they were tears not for himself, not for his country, but for the game of rugby. Ken, and what happened? 
Well, I think what happened was the, the start of the match was, was such a surprise to us. There was a, a smell, an overpowering stench that assailed our nostrils when, when the match uh, began, and it was the smell of want off Wales. Uh, and there was this desperation, this, this obvious obsession uh, with victory by any means. Uh, you know, the ends justifying the means. It, you know, was it manly? Was it rugby? I suppose that's for Wales to decide. Manly. Well, Thanks. it was nice to see the non-threats of John Davis and uh, Mike Phillips joining uh, the try uh, count. And also a massive game by Jamie Roberts, who I thought outshone, you know, all the, the whole uh, Irish backline. I mean, you mentioned Davis there, and, and this is really what, what it comes down to. I mean, to me, uh, like a lot of Irish people, I'm a rugby idealist. You know, I believe that rugby is a game of, it's a test of manly strength. Yeah. You know, it's... it's, it's uh, well, it is now. I, you know, I mean, it's a kind of a jousting without armour, and Wales, to me, turned it into a knife fight. You know, we know that, that it's about taking the straight line, ploughing into your opponents. It's not about, you know, switching the ball around unpredictably like you're playing uh, three-card Monty on a, street, uh, on a street corner. Uh, I mean, we saw Davis taking advantage of Irish sportsmanship, and we, we formed a guard of honour uh, to applaud Davis, never suspecting that he would cynically exploit the opportunity to, to run through and plant a try there. I mean, we saw Ronan O'Gara, uh, you know, a, a venerable old man of the game, polished, cultivated. What did he do when the referee awarded Ireland penalties? You know, he, he took the approach of the old Corinthians. He scorned to score by such underhand means. He decided to just restart the game from the sideline. You, you contrast that to Priestland taking pot shots from everywhere like a gutter snipe. Ken. Ken, listen, is this the end of the Irish Guard? Because you've had the likes of O'Connell, you've had Ronan O'Gara, you've had Brian O'Driscoll. Is this, a, is this a changing of the Guard now? Can we expect a completely different Irish side come the Six Nations in February? No, I don't think so. I think Ireland remained true to their uh, principles. I mean, Wales did everything they could to ensure this would be the end of the Irish Guard. I mean, you know that Stephen Ferris is bone on bone in one of his knees. So what did Wales do? They, they picked him up and flung him to the ground bodily. It's no way to treat a man in his condition. <laughs> I mean, we, were true, we were true to our traditions. We know that we're going to be the same Ireland. We're going to be standing up for what's, uh, what's good for the game. You know, Welsh, uh, the, the Welsh performance to me stood for brutality. It's, it stood for uh, cynicism, cold-eyed, remorseless killers. I mean, if that's, if that's the game that you guys want to play, I mean, I say you can have your poison cup. You're not so so where, where, where does the try count come in then, Ken? Three tries to one. <laughs> and what about, what about the fact that Ireland were in the Welsh 22 for nearly 15 minutes and scored one try, and Wales in the Irish 22 for six minutes, scoring three? Does that come into your consideration at all? Well, this is what I'm talking about, the general sort of underhand nature of, of the Welsh play. I mean, Ireland uh, always took the straight line, the honourable line, the manly line. <laughs> uh, Wales... Uh, you know, we're using means of trickery, means of uh, deception. Uh, talking a lot about that, that uh, I mean, I, I contrast, I contrast the, the figures of the two coaches, Kidney, uh, an almost a Napoleonic figure for Ireland, uh, gallant and sportsmanlike, emanated from the bogs of Munster like a marsh gas. Wales import mercenary expertise from the other uh, side of the world. Gatlin took them to this sinister training camp in Poland where God knows what went on. Well, a lot I mean, do maybe we don't know, want to know what went on there. Maybe, <laughs> you maybe it's better we never find out what went on there. If something changed is, is the only thing we can say. We have a saying in Ireland, a terrible beauty is born. And this was a bit like that, but it was a terrible ugliness. Well, well it's, it's interesting, because before the game, actually, the running joke in South Wales was the fact what you call an Irishman in the World Cup final, a referee. The anticipation of your courtesy was clear to the Welsh right before the kick-off. 
Well, well. Li- listen, Ken, um, we, we need to move on because we're, we're really busy. First, first of all, um, obviously, you know, a great game on, on Saturday, and it, and it was a great game, and, and, and Ireland played a good game as well. Thanks for joining us on the show. I just, I just finished with some cautionary words. Yeah. I mean, are you, are you worried now that this lust for victory is, gonna, is leading you to betray your traditions, that you've got the glint of Webb Ellis gold in your eye and, and you're being corrupted? I mean, we have, I understand some of your boys don't even drink anymore. Well, we, have, that's we, have right. saying, we have a saying in Ireland, you know, what does it profit the man if he gained the whole world but loses his soul? And, you know, have you ever stopped to think about that? You're a very deep man. <laughs> very well, deep man, Ken. Ken thank you very much, because I'll tell you what, now, I didn't think about anything over this weekend <laughs> as to how to get rid of a headache. Listen, lovely to talk Cheers, to you, Ken. Ken. Thanks very much indeed for coming back on the show and uh, for being such a good sport as well. Great to hear from Ken again. I know he ruffled a few feathers with you on, uh, on Friday evening show and your comments are coming back in again. Your comments are coming back in again.